Hello everyone, welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You're listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? Better now. <sighs> that always seems to be the case, huh? Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. Current events, none happening because we're still quarantined. Yay me. Let's just jump into it, shall we? Today we are talking about uh, the new Against All Logic album, 2017 to 2019. I think that's just the, I'm pretty sure that's the title. Yeah, 2017 to 2019. Well, Against All Logic is one of the aliases of, um, or I guess side projects, I guess you could say, of house, generally house producer, um, Nicholas Jar, um, who's been on the scene for probably over 10 years at this point, I believe over 10 years, um, and he's released some game changers in the house scene, um, game changers such as Space Is Only Noise, which was released in 2011. That album is incredible, that album features a lot of, uh, playing around with ambience, a lot of playing around with, uh, sound play, a lot of really, really haunting samples, which has become a theme in Jar's music. Uh, talking a bit about Nicholas Jar real quick. Uh, he was born January 10th of 1990. He is a Chile, uh, Jesus, Chilean-American composer and recording artist based in New York. Um, and he's had, yeah, several notable releases. He mostly sticks to the house genre, although he experiments a lot within, and he's kind of pushed the boundaries of such. His last album under the Against All Logic name, which came out in 2017, was released to major critical acclaim. Uh, people flipped out over that album. That was just 2012 to 2017. It was like a collection of works uh, in that time period, and I guess this new album kind of follows the same theme. Um, for those of you who missed that album, oh, it was 2018. I'm, I'm sorry. It was really early 2018. For those of you who missed that project, and for those of you who are electronic music enthusiasts, what are you doing? This album, the, t the well, his last album, 2012 to 2017, was filled to the brim with super interesting, uh, super thoughtful, very, very hypnotic songs. Um, it was just filled to the brim with great ideas, incredible sampling, just a great sense, great sense for a good loop, I guess. This guy, I don't know, this guy's a wizard, uh, when it comes to sort of finding samples and putting them in the best possible places they could be, um, and forming songs around them. It was 11 songs in an hour and six minutes long, and he was able to keep it entertaining for just about that entire runtime. This album, to me, was incredible. Uh, standouts such as this old house which was the first track some kind of game never had a dream hopeless uh i'm gonna actually run down the list of every single song on here uh city fade you get the idea uh all of them are incredible and they have such it's again he plays around a, a lot with ambience but these are very catchy songs even though they're void of any actual vocals like any prominent lead vocals or anything they're the what vocals are on Nicholas Jar albums are uh, sampled and kind of layered in a way that makes them more of an instrument in and of themselves instead of uh, lead vocals or anything like that. So, I mean, I guess it's only it's only been two years since that project, and we already... I was not expecting this. This kind of came out of the blue for me. I guess he did release the single with FKA Twigs and Estado Unido on in January uh, of this year. So, I guess we could have... I, I don't know. I guess I could have anticipated this album release um, if I'd paid attention a little bit more, but this kind of came out of the blue for me. 
I believe there was a little bit of a rollout to it. At least he announced it on social media. <laughs> this didn't get any uh, mainstream press runs or anything like that. This wasn't a big blowout deal. It kind of was, again, sort of released under the radar. Yeah, this album wasn't promoted as a blockbuster, for sure. Absolutely not. This is like an indie release, kind of. It's so just non-existent in any form on the internet other than the uh, Dark Corners those are the best finds, though. Yeah, that is. I was very excited going into this as well. I didn't really... I I've, I listened to the other two singles. Yeah, Illusions of Shameless Abundance. There might be more to that title. I can't see it. And then a Luciano featuring FKA Twigs and Estado Unido. And I listened to those post-listening to this new album. And I'm kind of glad I listened to the new album first because I f- found this a lot more enjoyable than those two singles. But this is definitely a, uh, a a style switch for Nicholas Jar or Against All Logic, whatever, this this new project that he's put out under this name. A, a interesting fact, though, about Against All Logic, for those who don't know, this was like kind of b-sides or stuff that nicholas jar didn't really want to be associated with it was just ideas that he'd had and he wanted to put out under a different name so it was like an enigma to everyone in the in the electronic music sphere who put this out and it came out later that year that it was or was it later that year or was it like just a little bit after i you know what it might have been just after the album was released um that it came out that nicholas jar kind of masterminded this whole thing but people were flipping out about it i know that anthony fantano gave it a rave review pitchfork was going nuts over it just about every other outlet and there were a bunch of actual actual musicians i follow that we're kind of flipping out about the the release of that album. So this this new album, at least in those little spheres, is a big deal. Like, this is a big release. But again, this is definitely like a style switch for Nicholas Jar, whereas the 2012 to 2017 uh, project was kind of more haunting and low-key and a little bit more subtle, I suppose, in a lot of ways, a lot more ambient. This new album is a lot punchier it's a lot harsher this is yeah it's a lot more abrasive uh there's a lot more uh kick there's a lot more kick to it i don't know the second this album released i i I went nuts i was so happy to have it okay i mean again no tour dates unfortunately sad face um unless maybe he's doing something in the confines of his home like all of the other musicians have decided to do recently everyone's live streaming everyone's live streaming shows i mean that's kind of chill honestly i'm not gonna lie that's kind of tom york to do that yeah i know ben gibbard um from death cab for cutie um is doing it james blake has done a couple of them there are a bunch of little artists oh yeah chris martin did one didn't he monty leister oh did he really all all the chill musicians oh my god did monty did it yeah that's awesome what a guy shout out to monty shout out to monty leister what a guy. Love that guy. Um, <laughs> and I know there were a bunch of, I don't know, there were a bunch of YouTube musicians doing it. Anyway, getting off track here. Uh, this album is nine songs and 45 minutes. I guess we can kind of j- jump into the next section. If you've got nothing else really to say to preface, I guess we can jump in. We can hop in. Let's hop in. So I didn't really realize what a reach this man had in the music scene until researching a little bit and digging and learning more about him. The opener, Fantasy, is a very 
crunchy sounding, harsh digital noise. Um, and the the opening, I believe it's the opening sample, is a female's voice, which sounded very familiar to me. And I was like, hmm, where have I heard this woman? Uh, it is Beyonce. So <laughs> if anything has happened re- in recent times to, to this man, um, the fact that he can sample Beyonce on a record, um, that's, that's, that's no. something in itself but there's a this, lot of clearances that have to happen for that i feel like yes there's a lot of record like yes insider shit you have to be connected to right. i don't know no you are correct um the um it's from the sean paul collaboration baby boy i did a little bit of research into it um which is a just a hypnotic and and mangled hook for this project um but the sample is actually like a red herring in the track um because it gets it gets laid back um of the sample if loving you is wrong when that comes in i think that's the the that's part the track though what that's the second track that's what i'm talking about yeah, okay going into that i i think that the the first track is just like a perfect opener going into setting the tone for the album and that this is a harsh abrupt kicking ball of sound yeah that's that it flows and it's this is as cohesive as it as it comes this is this is abrasive as you said earlier so this is kind of again more of a lane switch for mr jar um in the fact that it is more in your face and uh I don't know. I was this. Th- this is not what I was anticipating from an against all logic record. This is this is so out. Like these are this is less house and more really abrasive techno. Some breakbeat thrown in there, um, especially on the track um, with an addict. Um, that latter genre kind of defines that track a little bit more. Um, some of these tracks also take some patience. These, uh, a lot of them, uh, reach, if not exceed the seven minute mark. Um, so there are some lengthy songs on here. There are also some really short songs, which I found really surprising. Like Alarm is a minute and 45 seconds. Um, so it's, it's very, it's a very strange layout and collection and organization of things. Um, and I don't think that going into this, you should expect organization because there isn't anything organized about this really, other than the, uh, somewhat uniform fact that this is extremely abrupt and abrasive. Um, in just about every facet of this project from you, you the, get that immediately with the back-to-back like opening tracks yeah like it's it's made immediately apparent and the grinding noises in the back of the mix those kind of really really harsh clicking so distinct like, oh yeah and instantly recognizable. it sounds like you're grinding gears together it's insane along with the the distortion and the lo-fi that's put on the beyonce chop and uh it, it just makes for a very very along with some of the cleaner synth lines though and the some of the some of the bass on this record also is intense um and he doesn't stop playing with ambience on this record either there is more ambience and if loving you is wrong is definitely one of the more um that that's a track i could have seen going or fitting in with his last record a little bit more because that's less 
um, abrasive than all of the other songs here are, but like Alarm, Defers, uh, Penny, uh, Fantasy are all very, very in your face, along with with an, with an addict. Um, and if you can't do it good, do it hard, um, which features a very, very strange vocal sample um, throughout the entire track. Um, but Again, this is not a switch I was anticipating, but it is a switch that I will gladly take. Because, my God, does can this man fill out a mix? The, the mixes on this project, and the way everything fits together, and the way he's chopped everything and layered everything, is phenomenal. It, it sounds heavenly. It's so good. Um... From the opening track, Fantasy, with all the abrasiveness that that track holds, but it's also kind of uh, held back a little bit. The tempo is um, less uh, destructive than some of the other tempos on here. Um, Like, With an Addict. With an Addict is seven minutes of what in the hell um this this track it's got some beautiful melodies and harmonies going on um and the guy can certainly um craft some synthesizers and kind of form an ambience around them um but then layer it with uh or kind of back it with uh the most insane drum patterns that i've ever like it kind of reminds me of like maybe in uh, a drugs era Aphex Twin song or something like that. It's just bullet fast. It it it, it pounds you. It's it's kind of destructive. Um, if you can't do it good, do it hard. Is <laughs> maybe one of the most unforgiving tracks on here. Um, in the way that again, it has a very strange vocal sample, but it also has these really bass heavy drum hits um, in the background. And I mean, this goes for it, it. This record finds a very good balance of. Uh, harmony and, and this album finds a very good balance between harmony and melody um, and some very pretty ones and some ambience as well and fitting that in with some of the, the more unforgiving and unrelenting uh, bits of this album um, again the drums some of the bass um, and some of the synths on here are also very very uh, unforgiving like on D for what is that even supposed to mean do you know what D furs is no, I have no idea what it is either, but some of the synths on that uh, track are very, very noisy. But then on tracks like Faith and Penny and uh, the last track, you get these really, really beautiful uh, synth harmonies that, uh, and some actually plucked string harmonies that are really, really nice. Um, I don't know. It's just impressive the ground that this guy covers and covers it so successfully as well, um, especially in light of his last project being as... Um, kind of in the back and more kind of low-key and very, very kind of vibe-heavy that it was. Um, this is far more punchy. Uh, definitely wants to be uh, more of the forefront and center of attention than the last record was. Um, and I think he did it incredibly, honestly. I really enjoyed it. Like, through and through. I thought that this. I listened to both records, and I thought that this was the superior record. Really? Of the two. I did. Really? I did. Ooh, that's a hot take. I know. Ooh, that is a hot take. I don't know. I felt like, like on on this project, the the warping of genre tropes and the the use of samples and the copious levels of distortion, everything is kind of just 
like an F you at the state of things. And it, sometimes it even comes across like he, it's an F you at his own artistic history. And I just thought that that's this kind was, of, I just thought that this was more, more interesting and more unique than what he had previously done. Even though he was paving a path, I've just heard more things like his last project. That's kind of what this project is meant to be. It's like a big it, middle it makes finger sense. to it makes sense to genre tropes, um, as well as I don't know his own artistic back catalog, um, and some other house producers. It's kind of like uh, saying no to all of the genre boundaries and just saying I'm just going to make uh, some weird ass sample heavy house and call it a day. And that's kind of what he did. It's pretty sick, honestly. I admire the man. I was reading, um, or I was watching Anthony Fantano, and he had a good point. He's like, this this album is kind of a portrayal of, um, what did he say? It's a, I wrote it down, it's a portrayal of damaged beauty. And I was like, oh, well, you know, across the project, the the themes, but the, the, the bittersweet sounding of a lot of vocals and samples, and it comes off as hopeful, but it's also frequently angry at the same time yes they're they're yeah that's poignant that's not a bad that's not a bad take on yep that is not a bad take that is a very good take i would say i don't know there's there's a lot of trying to think of the the words are kind of hard to find for this one honestly there were there were just a lot of peculiar sounds there are so many things that i am not used to hearing again all the the project all the grinding in the back of the mix all of the clicks a lot of this comes off as mechanical all of the ear candy that he puts in the background it's insane again the man can fill out a mix man he really can i don't know this comes back to an artist evolving i think we should just leave it at that yeah and i mean it's what it is it's also highly experimental a lot of the time a lot of his music is that um and it's super interesting just to hear where he pushes things I don't know. This 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 album was f- fucking phenomenal, in my opinion. I was I was so happy with it. I have like a few trivial problems with it, but nothing major. So I guess we can start talking about that as well. Gotta gotta have some good with the bad, or bad with the good, whatever you know what I mean. so much happening in this project that it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it and while i love certain parts of it there are certain parts that kind of just left me scratching my head a little bit like the the sample on the fourth track if you can't do it good do it hard i found that to be questionable uh just the i I don't know it's very upfront and i like the uh i I like the um kind of confrontational nature of the sample i just feel like it's awkward where it is um and maybe there are a few examples of that across this record um whether it be um on that track or any of these other ones i don't think honestly it's probably just on that track um and i mean this album is messy uh there's no rhyme or reason to much of why the track list is the way it is. Um, other than again, all of these tracks kind of fit the same. I don't know. What do you call it? They kind of, they kind of fall under the same category. They, they, they all, uh, inhabit the same room, so to speak, I guess. Um, but 
again that that vocal i don't know do you know the one i'm talking about i do it's a bit misplaced yeah it is it's kind of uh i don't know i i it wasn't the best use of space he could have had yes just exactly i i think that that properly describes my feelings um i didn't have much of a problem with this other than that wow Damn, son. I really liked this a lot. I really liked this a lot. <laughs> Go for it. Do you have maybe I'll maybe once you start talking I'll agree with the stuff. No, I mean I don't really have I don't really have a lot of specific things to point out. There I'm not I'm not gonna go track by track. There were a few tracks that I think um there were a few there were a few tracks that I think could have had better placement. Um on the album and i don't remember if it was like i would put five where three is or i don't remember which ones um but as i was listening to it there are certain things that he could have done to make the album flow better i think yeah and i mean that was i don't know i've been listening to a lot of vinyl records lately and it's really interesting how like a lot of the records I have on vinyl, cause you're going to have to go and walk over to the damn thing and flip it and then continue. And it's funny when you realize how cohesive that can make an album sound or not sound because you, the four, the four songs that you have are grouped together and they should be tight. Otherwise it doesn't feel complete. And I've been kind of comparing some albums that I've been li- listening to digitally, uh, to the ones that I've been listening to like physical copies. And it's funny when you, are thinking in your head okay well if those were the four songs that i had to go and then i had to go and walk and flip what would be the taste that was left in my mouth and this was kind of one of those ones where i was like huh i would have i probably would have regrouped these a little bit to make it a little bit more cohesive i don't know i thought the the first at least the first three tracks were fucking incredible and then the fourth one was perfect perfect and it's really like the first two tracks are back-to-back openers yeah they're back-to-back ass slapping like get ready see yeah. you can't have a you can't have a what we dislike section and then start getting positive i'm about sorry it. this was know, a good album this we'll was a on. fantastic album even with some of the song lengths like being as long as they were seven minutes it never got boring to me i don't know i really fucking enjoyed it okay All move right, on we'll move move them on Not only am I okay with it, <laughs> I was but so I confused it. for a second. <laughs> Jesus! I guess it passes. It, I suppose. Yeah, it passes. If I, it, to me, it passes with uh, a couple of flying colors. Um, a couple. A couple of them. Primary. Um, th- no, it's got some secondary and maybe even some offshoots. Well, that's gay. Um, <laughs> Shut up! Think, <laughs> Shut up! I think I think that this was a strong project. General, generally, generally speaking. Generally speaking. Genuinely speaking. Genuinely speaking. All of the G well. words. Great. Not all grand. Of them. Grotesque. Not. Um, not grotesque. G- uh, what are some other G words? Gradual. Gradual? No, this is not gradual. Grainy. Um, no, this is definitely grainy um, in some ways. Um, Grandiose. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh. I'm going to give this album like an 8.7. I'm feeling a mid 8. 8.7. Yeah. This is this was this was sick. I yeah. didn't have 8.7 like 8.9. Approaching if, 9 territory. If I was to have a house rave, this would be up there on my choices for entertainment, for sure. 
Yeah, f- absolutely. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of the vibe that I get. Like playing in a club, like a bunch of I, this is yeah. some experimental or, or, shit to be playing there. But or I can see this bumping in a red solo cup fantasy world dorm room. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. People doing lines and lines of coke. That kind off of off of each other. Y- off of <laughs> off of each other's backs. Yes, yes. off the album cover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's quite the image. Um, hey, against all logic. Yeah. Man. What can I say? Uh, can I, say? Mm. I I hope that we see more of this guy in this decade. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna Next be, one will be 2020 through 2035, something like that. That's a long, that's a long period. 2035? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be 34. We might, our race might be extinct by yeah, then. Yeah, by then I might not be alive. Wow. That is sad. I, I if I am alive, I might have children That's by fine. then. I will raise them. We will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll still be doing this podcast though. Right. Twenty thirty five. We'll we'll get there. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Nobody will know what a podcast is then, but that is true. It'll be fine. We'll just be talking through the implants in people's brains. Right. That's gonna be weird. That's gonna happen at some All point. Right. I swear um, to God. So it's be some matrix shit. Matrix shit. You know what's gonna be funny is like thirty years from now, you're gonna be, we're gonna be watching all of the times that Joe Rogan predicted the future on his show, like The Simpsons. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan's a fortune teller. He, pretty much. I swear he is the second coming, but we'll never know. I guess. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. He's just he... a really, really good MMA commentator. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We have new episodes at Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard, not Pacific, but Eastern. Or European or any of those other yeah. places. Yeah, follow the artist on Instagram. You'll be able to find them if you can spell the words against all logic. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits. You can also find us on every podcasting platform that has been created by man and or woman. Um, you can find us... On all those platforms, if you would like to donate to us, you can go to the link in our uh, podcast description. Click that. For 99 cents, you can support two broke college kids for the price of two gumballs. Pretty sick. Pretty Um, sick. 99 cents. That's all all we require. That pays for our food. Yeah, but also pay for yours first. And college tuition. What else does that pay for? 99 cents. Equipment. Equipment. Podcasting equipment. Um, we can get pretty far on 99 cents. You'd be yeah. surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Inflation's a bitch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gas prices are looking pretty cool. That is true. Those are looking tasty, dude. Yeah. We'll see you next week. We will see you next week. You Love have you been... Sound. Sound. Oh, shit. You have been... Audited. Fuck you. Let's get, <laughs> no, run it back. We can't, we can't go out like that. That's shitty. You have been... Sound... Audited. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Stay, stay safe. Keep washing your hands. Uh, do all that shit. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, then still wash your hands. Um, but thank you for six listening. Feet. Six feet. Six, six feet. Always six feet. Leave room for Jesus and three other Jesuses. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Do you remember the whole shtick about wanting to put Harriet Tubman yeah. on the $20 bill? I would have much rathered that. I would have. Fuck Andrew Jackson, dude. <laughs> God.
uh, fucking simp of a president. 